This is Blooming Transformations with your host, Laura Kossoff. Welcome to Blooming Transformations. I'm Laura Kossoff, and I'm so happy to welcome today's guest. Tatiana Graham is a registered physiotherapist and certified yoga instructor in private practice at TG Physiotherapy. Using evidence-based physiotherapy practices for treatment and injury prevention, in addition to her experience as a yoga and mindfulness instructor, Tatiana seeks to empower and enable individuals to move with ease, fluidity, and less pain, to decrease stress, and live a more positive and balanced life. She's joining us today from Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Tatiana. Thank you so much, Laura. It's so nice to be here. So please tell us about your work and the path that led you to what you're doing now. I am a physiotherapist with a passion for movement and in the last 10 years, yoga. I was introduced to physiotherapy when I was studying at University of Toronto. I was doing my undergrad in genetics and biotechnology, which was very interesting, but it was so lab focused. And I really love working with people. I actually had a running injury at the time and was introduced by my family doctor to a physiotherapist. She helped me through my injuries, through exercise and movement. I just didn't even know that was a career choice, working with people through physical activity and health and wellness. It was just very exciting to me to have that discovery. Years later, once I finished my physiotherapy degree, I started practicing yoga just at a local studio in Kingston and fell in love with the physical aspect of yoga. And then through time, as most people on their yoga journey, will find that they dive into the mental wellness component and the emotional and the mindfulness part. So that has really formed my practice now, which is blending the two. So would you explain what physiotherapy is? There's a lot of different definitions for physiotherapy, but at its core, it's simply to help people maximize their quality of life by achieving their optimal movement potential. The goal for a physiotherapist is to help their patients maintain or achieve independence as much as possible by giving them tools through mostly exercise. This may be through injury prevention, rehabilitation, treatment and intervention, or promotion of proper function of multiple body systems. So the word physical therapy implies a physical aspect. It's actually interchangeable. You can say physiotherapy or physical therapy. However, the profession does include a holistic approach. It does look at an individual's biopsychosocial factors as well. Everything is connected, and especially in today's society, I think there's so much more awareness of mental health and how that can present physically. Physical therapy as a profession has really also grown to include all those things. It's not just looking at muscles and bones. How are you as an individual? How are you coping with the stresses in your life? All those things all are connected. So we try to approach it as a holistic approach. I think we've discussed that healing is not a one-size-fits-all. It sounds like you really customize your approach for each client based on what their own needs and situation might be. Yeah, exactly. Just helping an individual find what they need because it's really a whole picture. If five people come in with knee pain, you're going to treat them individually based on what their own circumstances are. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. So sometimes a knee pain or a back pain, not always the same root cause. So as a physiotherapist, we really try to diagnose and treat at the root cause, not just put a bandaid on it. The knee pain could be from a strain injury. Maybe there's a muscle imbalance. Maybe there's a tendon issue or ligament. So you really have to use your clinical skills and tools to find the root cause and try to help that individual. You don't just treat the pain, but you're trying to locate the source and then treat it at the source. Yeah, absolutely. Oftentimes, people think of physiotherapy as something you go for when you have pain. Of course, we help people with pain, but also if you just feel something's off, it's almost like an injury prevention aspect. Mm -hmm. Really important to get some help early so that you're not missing out on your sports or you can't go to work or you can't get down on the ground with your kids. It's really great to kind of catch those things a little bit early on. So maybe you don't even need as many treatments or you don't get into that tight spot where you can't do your regular activities. So it's not only preventing injury or treating injury, but really supporting overall health, strength, and physical functioning. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. So how does yoga support healthy physical functioning? Yoga is magical. (laughs) I can't attribute enough my success as a physiotherapist to the incorporation of practice of yoga with my clients. I would like to think I was a pretty good physio before I started incorporating yoga. But ever since I've really found this physio yoga niche, I just feel like it really helps elevate people to that next level. Yoga, if you want to put it in a simple sort of physical form, is the practice of breath, mindfulness, and physical postures to increase strength, flexibility, balance, and mind-body awareness. This is how yoga supports healthy physical function. And that's just the beginning because as you know, and other yogis would know, it has so many other benefits that help move your health in a positive direction the emotional side, mental wellness, how you react to situations off the yoga mat. There's so much there. Where I start with my clients, it's really kind of that physical aspect. For example, if you slip on the ice in the winter and you end up in the splits, maybe you didn't do the splits in yoga, but you've done some postures that really have opened up the hamstrings or stretched your adductors, those inner thigh muscles that tend to be tight because you've done it on the yoga mat, then off mat on that ice, it's not as shocking to the body. It's not a sudden pull to the muscles. So maybe you're less likely to be injured or the injury is not so bad that you tear it. We want to be proactive. As an individual and as society, we want to not react to detrimental health, but be proactive and prevent ourselves from getting to that stage. It's interesting that when I started talking with you about doing the podcast, I learned about a practice you do in your work called physio yoga. I had never heard of it before. So would you tell us what physio yoga is? Sure. I cannot take credit for the word. It is actually becoming really popular with a lot of physiotherapists. A mentor of mine named Shelly Prosco, she's an awesome leader in this field. She's Canadian out of Calgary. Physio yoga is tailored specific guided yoga sequences and practice with the person that you're doing it for, that individual with their needs and limitations in mind. 
So whether it's someone that's postpartum, they just had a baby, they're trying to rebuild their core strength, or it's someone that posts knee surgery, or someone who's been deconditioned because they've been in chemotherapy, or someone who has just recovered from stroke, but they're so weak on one side. It can be literally anybody with any condition. There is something you can do for them through physio yoga. It could be just breath, someone who's COVID long haul, teaching them how to breathe again. There is so much you can work with, and it doesn't need to be fancy exercises. That's what's beautiful about physio yoga is so tailored that anyone with any ability can participate in that yoga practice. I know that mindfulness is important in your work as a yoga instructor. So what role does it play in your physiotherapy practice and your physio yoga work? That's a great question. So mindfulness is paying attention in the present moment to what's happening. I think that that's such an important part to incorporate into the physiotherapy treatment and help teach clients how to do that because so often we are in a go, go, go mindset. We're living in a fast paced, instant gratification society, and we often don't take a moment to just even breathe, slow down and pay attention to what's happening inside our bodies. Sometimes when we don't do that, we push away pain, we press through it, we ignore it. Sometimes parts of our body just wants to be heard. And if we slow down and listen, we will notice those things that maybe again, we can catch before the injury happens. So just having a little bit of mindfulness training. So just giving my clients a little bit of that time in clinic, but also as homework. For example, people who work from home right now, they're stuck at their computers, probably no commuting, so there's no reason to go outside. But taking that time to get out of your chair, close your eyes, take five deep breaths. Are you breathing your whole breath? Are you only shallow breathing? All those things over time compound into your health. One day of that, probably okay, but you know, like a year and a half of possibly working from home, that's a lot of time if you're not checking in to A, not move, but also not breathe properly. If you think about breathing, you're nourishing your body and you're not getting that full capacity. Your oxygen is not flowing. It's not coming all the way down to the base of your lungs. There's so much there that could actually cause damage in the long run. And for people who are still mostly at home, what are your thoughts on how to maintain a strong and healthy body? There are three key things that I've been trying to encourage my own clients who work from home to do. One, pay attention to your posture and breath. Maybe put it on your watch or your phone. Every hour there's a ding and you just check, am I sitting with good posture? Am I doing a full breath? It's not a long check-in. It maybe takes you 30 seconds. Second is try to move your spine in all ways that it can move at least three to five times a day. Again, it doesn't have to be long, just a chance to move those joints because it can get really stuck and the muscles get achy and sore and then you don't want to move in that way, but then it just falls into that vicious cycle. Third one is go outside without your device. Try to get some fresh air, look at the green space. If you have some to look at, just eyes away from the screen, eyes away from down into your phone, get some fresh air. A walk is even better. 
even if it's just a short walk and you can see some trees and hear some birds sing, it's so grounding and gives us that primal connection that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I read an interesting quote about physiotherapy that I wanted to share. It's by a public health professional in India named Prachi Kerkar. And she said about physiotherapy, it's not just rehabilitation, it's reliving. The idea that we're not just trying to fix something, but really create a better life. I really like that quote. Uh, I've never heard it before. So thank you for sharing that. I love it for so many reasons. One, because it's so true. We don't want to be living in the past and getting stuck. I see a lot of postpartum clients and I myself have three kids. There's a bit of this feeling like I need to get my body back or someone post-surgery is like, I need to get my body back, but it's not going to ever be the same body Mm -hmm. and that's okay. It could be even better Mm -hmm. or it just looks different. We are always continuously growing on this journey of life. And I think being open to it, looking different, embracing the change, Mm -hmm. the transformation is a good thing. Yeah. A woman I talked with who was a previous guest on the podcast, who was an expert on menopause, said exactly that, that we're growing and changing And the idea isn't to have the body we had at an earlier time, but to embrace where we are now. That's right. Just seeing ourselves as transforming creatures and not wishing for a previous state. Yeah. And and that kind of ties right back to being mindful, like Mm -hmm. being paying attention to what you have now and what's Mm -hmm. in the present moment and how your body is right now. Yes, and how we can best increase our strength and enhance our wellness going forward. Like we said, it's not just fixing something that's broken, but really building something for the future. Another quote that I read that is aligned with what we're saying is by Socrates. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. That's right. That's another great quote. As you mentioned, people may be facing different challenges now with being at home more and having less physical activity structured into their day. So what thoughts do you have for someone who feels that she doesn't have enough time to exercise or needs to have a comprehensive program in place first, but really would be happy to incorporate small practices into her life? That's a tough one because, of course, everyone's going to be at a different level Mm -hmm. and maybe have different goals or different limitations. But I think coming back to the breath is a really accessible one that everyone can do. I know it's hard when you're working at home by yourself. You're not going to a gym class or a yoga class. There's that community feel. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe just having an exercise buddy or someone that you can check in with. But something that I do give every single client that comes through my door is breath. Maybe I can take you guys through it quickly now. Yeah. So if we all just sat for a moment and closed our eyes and put one hand on our chest, so like near your heart and one hand on your belly and just shut down your eyes, feet flat on the floor if you're sitting in a chair and just notice if your breath is moving as you inhale from your bottom hand, so into the belly followed by the rib cage expanding. 
So your rib cage should feel like it's opening up left, right, and in the back side of your body too. And then your top hand around your heart, your chest, it kind of puffs maybe just a touch. That's the inhale. And then on your exhale, the top hand softens, the rib cage sort of draws down and in, and the belly softens in. Again, we'll do an inhale. So you should feel that three part wave. Inhale, belly, rib cage, chest, and exhale, chest softens, rib cage comes down and in, and belly softens. If you don't feel that three part breath, don't worry. You're just trying to check in and see, and then try to encourage it. And if you're not there yet, that's okay. Sometimes even the three-part proper breath takes some practice, just like anything else. But it's so important to check in just because, again, if you're stuck at your computer all day, you're stressed about some project that's due, you're maybe only shallow breathing, so you're only using those upper respiratory muscles, that can cause a lot of neck tension, upper shoulder tension, and you're not fulfilling that full lung capacity that we all have. So just by checking in, you're already bringing awareness, then you can work on, okay, let's try to encourage this movement through my breath, which is actually very healthy. It's so good to, you know, in between our rib cage, we have these intercostal muscles that are supposed to move. So if you imagine your rib cage, like your two hands opening and closing as you inhale, you just want to kind of encourage that kind of movement. I would say that's number one. Number two, like I mentioned before, is just trying to move your spine every hour if you can or maybe just three to five times a day. So our spine, you can picture the bones of your spine. It's 3D. So X, Y, Z axis, if you ever did math, you need movement in your spine and all those axes. So cat, cow, you can Google that if you don't know what I mean, but cat, cow is like rounding and back bending, side bending. So making your spine look like a C shape side to side. So hip and Uh, shoulder go to the same side and then thread the needle which is a rotation you don't even have to do this on all fours you could be sitting in your chair and just rotate to the right rotate to the left try to keep the hips square and that's going to come from your mostly your mid back your t-spine but also a little bit up and down and if you can move your spine in all three axes at least five times a day so you're not just stuck kind of in one plane And then the breath, that would be a great start. Terrific. I've been doing the exercises along with you and I feel better already. Okay. Uh, It really does make a difference, even for a few minutes. And do you see any other obstacles that people face, especially women, in taking care of their bodies, health and strength that you address in your work on a regular basis? I think that a lot of it is time and the word self-care is thrown out a lot. It's like, okay, now I have to book time for self-care, but I think it doesn't have to have that big label and maybe it's just taking a walk outside or doing the breath work, checking in, following a YouTube guided yoga even, as long as you're, you know, you know your body and you have to listen to your body and do it safely. Always check with your practitioner if you're cleared, if you have any other underlying illness or disease. But one big thing I will mention for women, and this could be a whole separate podcast, but it's really important to know your inner core. Men too. 
but particularly women, because we do go through perhaps a monthly cycle, or if you've ever been pregnant, our deepest layer of our core muscle is your inner core. And it involves your diaphragm, which is breath, your transversus abdominis, which is the fourth layer of your abs. It looks like a corset. And then the bottom of it is your pelvic floor. So if you have really good breath and really good inner core function in general, that is your foundation. You want to build a house on a good foundation. You want your body to have that good inside Mm -hmm. foundation. It doesn't mean just strong. It means also that it can expand. You need flexibility to have strength. So if those listeners out there don't know what I'm talking about, maybe find a therapist that knows about it and ask about it. How do I access it? I would be happy to help you virtually. Or if you live in Ottawa, you could come see me. Inner core is something I'm very passionate about. And it's so important for everyone and in particular for women's health. Great. And do you have any final thoughts on wellness and health and how physiotherapy and yoga can really enhance our well-being and quality of life? Yeah, I just think that physio yoga is such a great and accessible way to either enhance your yoga practice or begin a yoga practice. It's so tailored to what your goals and what your needs are as an individual that it can really elevate your sport or your ease of movement in regular daily life or whatever it is that you may need. Even if it's just, okay, I'm, I'm so stressed out, I just need to learn how to let go and relax, it can help with that too. So it's just such a great accessible way for someone to reap the benefits of yoga through a safe and effective way because the physiotherapy side will, will know limitations or the, the do's and the don'ts for your condition. Excellent. So to find out more about Tatiana's work, including her virtual sessions and any upcoming workshops, you can go to her website, tgphysiotherapy.ca. I will include this link on my podcast page on Buzzsprout and also with the podcast listings on my website. Tatiana, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you for all that you have shared with us and for the healing work you do with such compassion, dedication, and positive energy. It's been a true joy to learn from you. So thank you very, very much. Thank you so much, Laura. So nice to talk with you. The contents of this podcast are provided for informational purposes only. Please consult with qualified health professionals on any matters relating to your own health and well-being. Thank you very much for listening. This is Laura Kossoff. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, bloominglifepossibilities.com.